Good morning, early afternoon. Robert Edward Booth for threeoaks1.com and I'm doing my Saturday Sabbath service this morning and it's June 4th, 2022. So if you want some really enlightening facts about religion today, especially uh, Christianity, since I'm part of that as 666, Robert Edward Booth, and I explained it on the website that, you know, how I had a past life experience and was taught that, you know, or at least told that I was by other people, the Messiah. And well, I went through many, many years learning more and more about the experience that I had during that time. This morning, by the way, I posted two very interesting facts. One was that Mary Magdalene was professed as a prostitute and also Jesus' wife by people that do believe he was married. The post that I made this morning on my Facebook, of course, I'll transfer it, and that's what you get a lot of on Three Oaks One, where I, again, post the same post on Wix. So one of them explains that Jesus to be a rabbi would need to be married, etc. by a very scientific and appearance group, experts you might call them, and they believed that Mary Magdalene was not only the same prostitute, but was his wife after that fact. And well, mysteriously enough, the Vatican has confessed that they had mistakenly allowed that that Jesus' disciple-type relationship with Mary Magdalene came from the prostitute that he had forgiven in in uh, Jerusalem. Now, I don't have 100% of that story. I don't think anybody does, but there supposedly was three Marys, one was which was Lazarus' sister, then Mary Magdalene, the prostitute, and then a third Mary Magdalene, uh, Mary of Magdalene, and she was a different Mary Magdalene, and that was the one that he married. Now, that's what they have it down, these scholars, that the Vatican has professed, if, if you if you know what I'm talking about, the Catholic Church, has confessed to the fact that they allowed that that got mistaken. This morning's post, you would think there was no more science could be applied than these personalities that appear to be experts and they completely displayed the fact that Jesus was married to the same Mary Magdalene that was a prostitute and they described it in a very convincing way and that there's material to support that and all and odd thing being that the Catholic Church confesses that that there was three Marys and that they didn't put you know the truth uh, the truth down that, that the third Mary was his wife and, and, and stuff and, and whatever level that all goes to this has been discovered since the fact that the Templars and this Mary uh, Magdalene theory that, that she was his wife still doesn't have to lend to the, the prostitute so you know there's two different stories going on one that, that he was married to the prostitute one that, that he was never married at all and that's the biblically accepted and then, and then the third, that there was three Marys, and Mary of Magdalene being the third was the actual wife and wasn't the prostitute. So these are, I know this is the generally depicted side of it. I haven't picked it apart, 
but I posted that this morning and experts deliver it to you in such a way that you would believe their story if you were a common person. And that's being exploited by the church, the, the lack of knowledge and, you know, the fact that they do know and, and stuff. And, and then the next thing that I posted this morning was a, a history channel depiction of how many changes and, and how, how that the book of John had a story of the of the adulteress that was caught and forgiven, cast the first stone was said by Jesus. And they doubt that even happened after not finding it in original original versions that that the King James didn't even have access to. So he printed it right on in his translation that that this really happened and, and this lady was forgiven by Jesus after stating that he who has first sin who who has no sin cast the first stone was said. So scholars believe that it never really happened and that it was penciled in after the original versions were put into the Bible and then changes made to the Bible. Uh, King James didn't even have access to those originals, so he just went on and printed what you know, further versions had put this story in about this lady. So you have, you know, death penalty for, for bringing it to English. That I found in one of the movies that I posted from the History Channel. It, it told about William Tyndale and uh, John Wycliffe both being killed for ever putting it in English. That, that common people, well, then you can compare stories, etc. You can't do it as long as there's popes walking around with, with the only translation. So it's odd that the death penalty was put on that. Threeoaks1.com completely supports the conspiracy theories that that's all been managed at minimum by the Catholic Church. But but when the Three Oaks One website depicts it, you know, you can see where book burnings and heretics being burnt alongside were by the Greeks and Romans who developed this early church uh, 70 AD, 65 AD, when the first the first book of Mark was ever printed was 70 AD, and five years reported according to history before that's when the Catholic Church began writing the Bible, constructing this canonized version, and that was at the end of the Battle of Masada. That was at the end of the war with the Jews that revolted on the Romans. Everybody was willing to join the war, whatever level that went to for that tribe, but Three Oaks One describes it. You know, my point being, it's kind of additional to the fact when you have anybody that translates that into English, looking at the consequence of it, you can then compare stories. You can tell discrepancies. You might get a hold of any other material and compare it before you only had Latin and Greek translations going around. And the only ones that could work with it was the the popery and the priesthood and, and uh, common people couldn't in English read it. So William Tyndale and John Wycliffe both put to death for making it English. Like I said, King James goes from there with the whole stories that, that weren't even in the original versions about this let who who cast the first stone, you know, who has no sin cast the first stone. So you don't, you know, you don't have much when you look across the board at what you can trust. One of those scholars states that it would be uh, very dangerous to, to make the Bible a pretext for anything. You know, like, like a scholar wants to study something, he has to study the Bible first to get the views of that to make it required to make the other thing true. You know what I mean? So you can't just make it a pretext. Well, 
All right, so I go on from that. I did describe on the threeoaks1.com website that that how I had my past life experience and that, that a school teacher and a government, the girl told me she was government certified that after being put into one of those rehabs that she made them uh, test her for psychic ability and past life reincarnations was the highest she scored in all the tests they gave her and she was certified. So she testifies that I was a king and a priest 2,000 years ago. I immediately quoted, I said, and a prophet. And she said, likely. So anyway, I posted those things this morning on Facebook. It's very interesting how they added the death penalty to anybody making an English. I mean, look at the consequences. You, you can then compare stories and find discrepancies and word of mouth coming through for how many years that they were up against can get completely ran over top of you see what i'm saying if they make a believer out of this king then his kingdom has to believe and so that you notice how the catholic church still operates today the first people they're in contact with as far as their contacts is getting rights to bring that into you know and they use it like a wedge we're going to bring salvation to your people from hell look at this book you know and, and you know to make that english where common people could put stories together and word of mouth, like I was talking about, you know, word of mouth being with the Gnostics, which I'm a Gnostic minister, I'm ordained, what the Gnostics would bring forth, word of mouth tradition, wouldn't agree, wouldn't agree with what they were putting through the book, you know, the Latin and Greek translations that they were stopping anybody from making it English. And you couldn't have a Gnostic show up and have any dispute and with disputes what happens you you become questioning it you know how convincing is this story how can you add things like i'm doing for you on three oaks one you know how can you have it like that and this not be investigated you see what i'm saying so by translating it to english it leaves like Karl marx talks about conflict theory this story you're telling me Word of mouth tradition doesn't agree with this and and you did show historically how these people were burnt and how these books were burnt you see, now you're showing where where books were put into it that weren't even in the original uh, manuscripts, you know. Now that King James has it, has no access to them, he's printing stories that came through somewhere William Tyndale's time and all. Look, and furthermore, furthermore, you have Thomas Jefferson who took Jesus away from being a miracle worker and just put the parts that he believed in principles and things of that nature had jesus christ as a philosopher a king and a philosopher but he doesn't have him as a miracle worker in the thomas jefferson version there's the the king uh king edward what no what is it king george the eighth was it king george or king henry king henry the eighth excuse me king henry the eighth i'm sorry i always get him mixed up king henry the eighth had his own church and his bible printed with his picture in it his Bible, you know, became controlled by him, taking it away from the Catholic Church. So you have people that have stepped out there. You have uh, the Mormons that completely made Jesus visit America and a religious following for, for Joseph Smith because of that change. A lot of people go right back to the Bible and say, well, this is the only one we know for sure. You don't know it for sure. That's the whole point of this conversation. You do not. 
I've displayed that in the two posts this morning, which will be uh, transferred over to Three Oaks Number One, Numeral One dot com, and you can find the organized blogs that you can go through and get enough information to determine you don't need that religion. You do not. You know sound principles. You know wisdom. You know that there's a, a God somewhere and that you have to live as a person under that God. From there, you might philosophize what people are put here for, or, you know, top of the food chain, what should we do as people, and what your judgment over sacrifice is before that one divine monad. You know, the, the Gnostics believed there was a monad even over Jove, Adonai, the God of the Jews. They believed there was a monad over top of that. I'm a Gnostic preacher. You know, I believe Jesus died. I, I believe, you know, well, they've got arguments that Judas actually died uh, for Jesus and that, that he was never crucified. The, the, the Templars have it that they found him in that vicinity 44 years after, after he was crucified. You know, they have evidence. So what you know, you know, completely defies what they're telling you, you know, in this Bible. It's a paradigm. It's what society accepts. And if you're in those Bible Belt areas or if you can benefit in your community, a lot of people politic, they believe 100% in the Bible as God's word. It is not. It's a paradigm. It's socially acceptable amongst those societies. In the overall world, in the world, you have human nature and people living and you don't have to be forgiven by no blood sacrifice. I mean, I believe in confessing before the divine in a magical effort like elemental magic that I'll add earthen, the one element of earthen, to it that I have asked for forgiveness to the great and terrible spirit that made it all under the Taoism where there's a great and terrible, where there's a principle of spirit and things that you like the Asiatic look within. If you want to do all that for knowledge of, you know, to know me is to love me and I encourage it. Praise the Lord, right? You know, I believe, you know, that we should know the divine and our relationship as humans with the divine. I believe that a person should pursue that for a better, more fruitful, more uh, in ordinance with that divine spirit that made everything. But in judgment over sacrifice, you know, you're called to do certain levels of function. And if you're not called to that in humility, you might be living just fine. But for me, I add the earth and scoop of it, you know, type, when you start looking at the qualities like your Native Americans, you know, look for fire qualities within something or look for air qualities within something. And they learn to define that. I'm still working on that. But indeed, I want to add earth and by asking that great and terrible spirit, you know, forgive me if I do wrong. But as far as you comparing that to what the Roman book says, you know, uh, the way I know sin is by knowing the law of the Lord. Well, then you don't know it. A rabbinical laws have it that if you don't get a direct translation from the rabbis organized by the tribe and such, then if somebody else steps in and makes any changes, then you're not responsible for that. That's why I say live, you know, judgment over sacrifice in front of that great and terrible spirit that you can pick out when you look at the go within, you know, look within, you know what I'm saying? You've got a great and terrible principles of spirit. You live before that as the monad. That's not Jehovah Adonai. That is not a particular God, pagan, nor Christian. That is knowing there's a monad and you live before that. So whatever protection is on you comes from that divine spirit. So I encourage that you do apologize when you feel conviction or threatened. If you want to lift it, use that elemental magic. Other than that, it'll wear off as best I know of. 
there may become some punishments, maybe even harsh punishments, convincing things, even for society, like if one person might suffer, you know, or one group might go down, you know, in history, because we learn from those things. But if indeed you feel threatened or convinced that you have done wrong, you can't go to the Roman book and say, oh, I know that sin because I can read it in this book. They're adding earthen. You see it? They're adding the earthen. This is sin. They can use spirits like voodoo to hover in your world, to connect to your belongings, to your life, like like the movies you watch, Poltergeist and stuff. There's a spirit connected to you, you know, a, a deity even. And, and they can bring guilt and things on you. And if you look at that book and decide this is also in the weight and the burden of the Bible, this is God's word and I've done wrong, they can manipulate using those elements, you know, and there's the earth and that you saw it in the Bible. So you have to be very careful of what spirits are operating. You know, always discern your spirits. Is is there some type of deity latched on? You know what I'm saying? So if you can't just say, I know for certain the Bible's God's word, and now I'm guilty of sin. I have to say, I'm sorry. I do not. If I feel I'm guilty or there's a threat pending in my life by conviction of my spirit and my relationship with that divine, then, then, I'll say I'm sorry to add the earth and element, the magic of it. Other than that, I'll let it wear off. Like like if a black magic spell was put on you, generally I've learned out of what books I've read on any magic that they'll dissipate. You know, like, like you spray a room with something. It'll dissipate. It'll go away. I feel the same as far as convictions of sin. Hopefully you'll get the message. And I, I think, again, the earth and is added as conviction builds up in your life. You know, I did such and such wrong and I felt it, you know. Well, then apologize to such and such. At least apologize to the divine that dwells in such and such. And a lot of times that'll help the whole situation heal. You know, it'll, it'll help it heal because somewhere the soul of that person realized you've apologized to the divine. If that soul is conditioned to forgiving that, they'll know that you didn't mean to do it. That you're over it, whatever level of knowing better when you did it. They, they know you got over it by now. You know, their soul knows it. Now, there's different types of people that they're not really conditioned to that. So this person being vindictive hates you still. But some people aren't trained. You know, they don't train themselves to forgive and forget. You know, sometimes it's best to do that even even when it doesn't feel right to do it. I mean, you know, but knowing the voodoo spirits and things that I'm talking about, you might not be feeling it exactly. But sometimes if things ain't adding up, the, the tangible facts involved, you know, I'm better off just forgiving that. No, regardless, I just drop everything and forgive that. And, and that'll help like blockage in my life. Like these chakra experts talk about you've got blocked energy channels. Well, yeah, that's got a lot to do with the oneness of the divine and the divine and everything, including every person. You've got blockage, so you can get rid of that. You know what I'm saying? And those are methods I'm talking about. You know, using the elemental magic. There's a difference in high magic, and there's a difference in elemental magic. So you're going to add, when, when you do like I do, I, I'll apologize. You know, dear, dearest, most high spirit, or some title you call the one consciousness, the monad, that, that made Jehovah Adonai. Jehovah Adonai is the God of the Jews, and you, you believe that's the God of Jesus Christ, but it isn't necessarily. I've read books that say that it wasn't. The book of Judas, uh, didn't come out to 150 AD, says that Jesus didn't even serve Jehovah Adonai. 
do not serve the same God as you do, Judas. Judas was a Jew. The Jews served Jehovah Adonai. Therefore, Jesus does not serve the God of the Christian church today. That's according to the book of Judas. Listen to it. 28 minutes will change your life. I live under the monad, the one spirit that made everything that ever was created. From there, you've got your demiurge and all them stories about how a demiurge created all the profound world. That's scholarly. Scholars found that. You know what I'm saying? That's not in your Bible that a demiurge, an evil demiurge, created all the profound world. That's what Jesus said. You know what I'm saying? That's different than what's in the Bible. Yeah, that's odd. I'm a Gnostic preacher. I'm going to tell you the word of mouth tradition. I'm going to share things and I'm going to try to relate that to you in a way that doesn't deceive you. You know, I'm trying. I'm not going to say this is God's word. Now, I might some point say God said it to me. You'll have to determine that. How do I know whether God said that to you or not? You might have been off in your head that day. You might have believed God said that one of them voodoo spirits might have took some tangible realities in your world and made you believe in that conviction. You know what I'm saying? Take your Prozac. I don't know. I'll tell you like that, you know. That's what I believe. There's a difference in believing it and knowing it. I'm not going to tell you I know it. It's God's word. That's stupid. You don't have God's word. You got a paradigm. I hate to call anybody stupid, but be for real, you know. Be rebuked. If I can post what I posted this morning, I'm going to put it over on 3oaks1.com. If I can post that at all, you can't very well know what you go lying to your children and everybody in society that you know. You do not. It's a politic. If you're in the Bible Belt or communities, you can benefit. But other than that, I don't want you to go over here and tell me you love me and lie to me. In the Bible, that's a principle. It's the wrongest thing you can do. Look, and there's tangible reality to that. How many people and a jury of 12 would believe it's deeply wrong to lie in the name of love? There's a lot of earth and quality to that. Like I said, you can add this, you can add that. There's that much already in the fact, you see? So, yeah, I apologize when I feel like I did wrong before the great and terrible. And the great and terrible knows why I exist, why I was sent, what I'm up to, and how much earth that I'm adding to that in my life. Is my heart really about that? Well, you'll have to discern my heart. Do it at threeoaks1.com. I'm Robert Edward Booth. I am Messiah bloodlines. I can prove it. I even have the birthmark that they used to use in the old times to determine who was king. And I have the birthmark of Cain's with the occult experts. You know, that word occult, you know, that just means knowledge beyond ordinary men. The occult experts say that's the, the birthmark of Cain. I still have it. And, and Messiah bloodlines is what they determined that is. Like the Messianics, Messiah bloodlines, that's me. I want you to visit me at 3oaks1.com. This is my Saturday morning service. I hope you'll join them again and again. Peace to you and peace profound.